0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Europhoria, a podcast about the great glam and garish from Eurovision past. My name is Roland Bodnum and as ever, I am joined by the indispensable Isabel <laughs> Chilman I like that. Yeah, that was an all right one. It didn't begin with a D, but it had a D in the sort of beginning area. Death. As
1: long as there's death yeah.
0: somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you doing, Isabel?
1: Uh, absolutely fabulous! Brilliant a TV um, show.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> uh, is, <Yeah. laughs> um, welcome, listeners. If you have not listened to this podcast before, where have you been? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you been? <laughs> this is a podcast where we uh, talk all about Eurovision. We delve into the history of Eurovision and then I uh, desperately in a desperate bid for attention write and record a Eurovision uh, what I think could be a Eurovision entry. And then I
1: give it a mark out of 12 which is normally less than 6.
0: <laughs> it's a below average uh, scoring uh, from me generally you've, caught, you've,
1: made, you've done some bangers though.
0: Uh, yeah I've done, you know, there's a couple of um, diamonds in the rough let's call them. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, before we get underway with some Eurovision news, Isabel, would you like a lovely glass of oh, yeah. Sangiovese oh, yeah. from the country of Bulgaria?
1: Bulgaria? We haven't had a Bulgarian We've never wine. We've not had a
0: Bulgarian Where'd wine. Where did you get that
1: little gem oh, from? This
0: is seriously the best shop for doing this... Uh, idea on the podcast is right around <laughs> the corner of you that has like wine from all over the place
1: is it the one opposite tesco uh
0: no it's not that far up i don't think no. it's literally like just by your station it's great it's, it's perfect fantastic. i like I like. I like my little, I, yeah i have a little five minutes before coming around your house just sort of just perusing the wine really
1: really focus on your wine choice yeah
0: it's great i mean this was the only one from bulgaria so
1: but that's great <laughs> i've
0: never had bulgarian um, wine no well let's see what it's like hey bulgaria if you're listening we're drinking your wine Oh. Oi! Is Nearly on my white shirt. No, no, I'm absolutely fine. Here you are. Process yours. Mm. Lovely. Ooh, nice little mm. tink, tink at the end there. Thank you. Uh, there we go. So now we can officially begin the podcast with our usual segment of... <gasps> da, 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 da.
1: Eurovision News.
0: Do you have any Eurovision News, Isabel Chilman? I mm. just want to. Wine okay
1: um yeah a little quick google just now mm. so i'm still by the looks of it ukraine is still kicking off about Russia. well
0: i that i've got a, is that yours? A, i've got a little update that Have is you? fully formulated what's that well so the um uh chief ...of the Ukrainian Secret Service has become embroiled in the whole situation now.
1: This is how serious Eurovision is, guys. We've said this before.
0: The uh, Secret Service of Ukraine, and then in brackets, SBU... ...so I'm imagining that's Ukrainian for Secret Service... um, ...have basically prepared papers to prohibit the entry uh, into Ukraine... ...of the Russian entry Yulia Samyolova... Um, so the SBU head basically said as of now the decision regarding her entry, ba- entry ban is not yet made but I will I will reveal the secret the relevant document has already been drafted so oh. so basically they mm-hmm. can ban her if they want to if they have the relevant documents to ban her from entering
1: so i know so the re- okay so anyone who doesn't is not aware of this the reason they're they're saying they're gonna they're, that she's not gonna be allowed into the ukraine is because she um she performed in the uh the annexed um territory of crimea which yep. according to ukrainian law if it has not been approved by the ukraine is illegal yeah um uh but do you think that whoever the russian entry had been they'd have found a reason yeah oh
0: yeah i kind of think they would have so. find a way of kicking off of us and it doesn't end it like last year it was it was very much david and goliath of the you know yeah. 1990, 1944 um you know against the, the the hot favorite russia and everyone was really endeared to ukraine and when they won yeah. it was like oh my god i can't believe ukraine won it and you know it's amazing it, it's less and less sort of endearing now that they're like getting <laughs> secret service involved and basically yeah. finding yeah. any way possible to stop this woman who is in a wheelchair yeah, from entering She's the not country? She's gonna
1: like break into
0: <laughs> the, like national vaults exactly. or something. Exactly.
1: Come um, on, guys. Uh, let's, let's. Yeah.
0: Let's... So that's it's a short uh, news week because we had so the last few weeks has been crazy with um, mm. uh, all of the Melody Festival and news. Um, but it's also a short news week, Isabel, because mm-hmm. moving on to some any other business, mm-hmm. we have quite a lot of mail. Oh!
1: this is so good if
0: it was physical i'd be walking in here with a big sack over my shoulder and plop it down on the floor and it just <laughs> <Plop>. go through <laughs> plop yeah plop, plop. down my oh. sack um <laughs> gonna... but it's not it's a digital sack so it's fine oh, it is my iphone <laughs> so um we we got something that we're just going to run through very quickly um we have of course it wouldn't be uh, a podcast in the last month without an email from Strawberry Parfait! parfait. <laughs> yeah! Uh, thank you very much for emailing yet again Strawberry Parfait. Um, the email reads, um, hey guys, it's me again. And then in brackets, citation needed. Ooh, little oh, little nod. Oh. I'm here to say your last episode was amazing. Of course it was, mate. Um, and uh, yeah. then also said, uh, anyway, my ratings for Roland's song, zero points. Sorry, it was crap. Thank
1: you, Strawberry Parfait. <laughs> anyway, Correct about that.
0: <laughs> anyway, see you next episode. Citation needed. Heart. I mean, we're at the beginning of the email, <laughs> so this may Ooh. change.
1: But right now, you are once again my favorite. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, we <laughs> need a we need a favorite bell, yeah. bell
0: don't we? <laughs> um, so thank you, Strawberry Parfait, for that email. We have uh, another email from a gentleman named Gab. Oh,
1: Strawberry Parfait, you also haven't told us which continent you're from. Oh yeah, come on. I did guys. ask. I did ask yeah. for that last week. Let's yeah. specify, please, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which continent? Not no country. Continent only.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, so we have another email from uh, someone named Gabe. Uh, and its uh, subject line is, love the podcast. So mm, ooh, We love you too, Gabe. Story parfait, you may have competition. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says, don't have a song submission mm, or correction or anything really. Just wanted to let you know that I've today found your podcast and oh. absolutely love it. Oh. You've got a fan in Miami, Florida. Shut uh doesn't leave the continent though so well, we don't know what
1: continent that is Gabe you have to email us again and tell us the continent no that's amazing we have yeah. an American fan we've broken America This is what Robbie Williams never managed to do we've
0: done what Robbie Williams could <laughs> never ever do Break America. girls
1: allowed failed <laughs> Robbie Williams failed we've made it
0: we've done it guys Miami uh, Florida I've yeah. never
1: been to Florida Gabe I've, next time I come to America I'm gonna come stay with you please because I've not been to Florida okay
0: yet. <laughs> we're best friends already um, so yeah Gabe's your favorite yeah. right
1: Gabe's now my favourite.
0: <laughs> Jesus. So, I'm not fickle. So fickle. <laughs> um, we have another email from Daniela Noren, who has emailed us before. Um, actually, who has some useful information. Um okay. Said, uh, hello, love the show. About love you Fest- too kid, Uh, (laughs) about Melody Festivalen, the reason why there were so many votes, and do you remember, we realised there were more votes than there is people in Sweden, Uh, the reason why there are so many votes is because you can vote more than once and there is a free voting via an official app.
1: What, so you can just keep clicking away? So so
0: you can vote up to five, five, five votes per song, basically. Oh. oh. So you could do, like... So you could
1: vote for all the songs five times. But
0: you could do, like, I'm going to give five votes to Victoria, four votes to whoever oh, else, three... Good. Yeah, I like that, right? So, oh. um, yeah, so there, you can also call... There's two lines you can call. One's more expensive because money goes to charity. But if you want, you can call oh. the non-charity line. So Well, you guys will suck whoever called the non-charity line. Um, yes, and, and <laughs> Daniela then said, lastly... About that festival fun fun song. Uh, dot dot Haunting. dot. Holy shit! I cried. Yep.
1: I'm so sorry. We're gonna set up a helpline for anyone affected by the, um, the, the 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 terrible quality of the song festival fun fun that happened last week. If you haven't yet listened to last week's episode, Don't. I would advise you. To, to, my story is fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just stop at the
0: song just don't it's
1: really quite a lot to deal with mentally afterwards okay
0: just skip it i maybe just move on (laughs) okay um (laughs) then she says keep up the good work daniela we will keep up the good work
1: love you thanks Um, so much this is great another one more
0: so uh we have an email from another email from reggie
1: hey reggie um
0: so she says so so i usually listen to your podcast while working I told my office mates my squealing was because you guys mentioned me. Yay!
2: <laughs> so, sorry again, office
0: mates, if you sque- she's squealing again. Um, she then goes on to explain her name. Um, uh, oh, she says, actually, it's quite interesting. I guess I should clarify the J in my name is pronounced like a G and not a Y. And I like challenging gender perceptions with the nickname I ended up with. Haha. <laughs> so, yeah, Reggie, good yeah, for you. Those gen- badass. Gender. Yeah, badass. Um, yeah. So, oh, she has a question for you, Isabel.
1: Uh, yes, Reggie.
0: And then in brackets went, I guess it can apply to Roland too.
1: Nah, <laughs> let's leave him out, mate. I guess this, is just, this is
0: just a conversation between the two of you now. I'm Love just an empty vessel that yeah, will that's, read it. Well,
1: it's, that's how it's best.
0: Okay. So uh, she says... Isabel, you mm-hmm. seem super confident. <laughs> just might as well stop there. <laughs> um, Isabel, you seem super confident in your predictive abilities and what songs will win or yeah. do well. Is that is that based on the songs alone, or have the performances of the songs affected your judgment?
1: No, it's all of it, mate. It's yeah. like obviously there's certain songs that just the the actual audio of them, the song itself. You're like, ah, mate, that's going that's gotta smash the top ten. Yeah. But it's, it is all down to performance. Like, I mean, I know we talk about them a lot, but Mons.
0: Mons. Mons. Mons.
1: Like, that's partly, I think, partly why Russia... I know they came, they came third last year and they yep. did very well, obviously, but their performance was just a Mons rip-off. Yep. It was the same staging. People, yeah. Like Do something different. You've got to do something interesting, something different, something yeah. that's not been done before because that's going to stick in people's minds which yeah. is why I'm bloody worried about this horrendous Italian one. Just put a gorilla, on, on, got stage. A bloody gorilla on stage. Works. Everyone's excited. Whereas... You look at someone like your, um, your beau, Robin, Robin Bengston. Bengston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Roland's uh, sweetheart. He's got a nice who, little trick up his sleeve. Wonderful, wonderful staging yeah. there. That's a yeah, bit yeah, interesting. That's a yeah. bit different going on. It's not just someone stood on stage singing a truck, which can work very well, though, at the same time. So again, yeah. looking at Portugal yeah. and their entry, it is oh. just going to be that lovely lad stood on stage singing, I'd imagine, because yeah. that's what he does. But he is holding that song in the palm of his little tiny beautiful yeah. hand yeah, yeah. so that that's fine that works but you have to take all yeah take all of it into account for yeah sure
0: okay well that's why she's so confident with the song <laughs> decisions
1: uh, love you reggie <laughs> oh, says, all of you that have emailed in are my favorites today
0: yeah she says keep up the good work reggie thank you so much Cheers, um, Reg. reggie we also have uh, one more email oh um and for this email oh. i'm gonna need a little bit of background music.
1: Oh, Papa. Papa, children.
0: Hi, Roland. <laughs> Bet you thought I'd given up emailing you. I haven't got any witty insights into Eurovision for you. Sorry. I've been spending a lot of time recently researching the family history. <laughs> Let me assure you that Isabel comes from a fairly weird family. Oh God, and Bennett! Has she ever told you that her grandfather was supposed to be on the Lusitania yeah. when it sank in 1915? Yeah. She hasn't. It's um, true. That's a true fact. I'm sure I will have lots of other stories to tell about her ancestors when I see you in April. <laughs> Why don't you have drinks from around the Eurovision zone? We do. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think he's missed that bit of the podcast.
1: Dad, listen better, for God's sake. Uh,
0: he says, "When I come in April, I expect to be given some Serbian slivovitz." But oh it has God,
1: t- that's his favourite. Yeah, we will have to get that. <laughs> but it
0: has to be Serbian. Nothing else will do. Isabel will explain. <laughs> See you soon, David. And then the brackets still Isabel's dad. Uh, um, and then he and then he said, AKA me a-
1: the Reverend, mate. <laughs> um, Use your proper title.
0: <laughs> and then he sent me a follow-up email with a link to where I can buy slivovitz. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He doesn't ask for much. No, he loves that stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that might be his favourite booze. Uh, it knocks the back of your head out. Oh, does it?
0: Oh, this God. It's
1: really good, though. Oh, yeah. that's going
0: to be a messy podcast if we have sliver bits, isn't it? it? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, we're going out here, we should do that, Good that idea, Dad. Yeah. Love
1: get, you. Get some
0: sliver bits in. There you uh, go. That's your sort of bi-monthly uh, communication with your father there. Yeah, not spoken to him again
1: recently, <laughs> so that's good. Um, no, that's true about my
0: granddad. On the Lusitania.
1: Yeah, coming back I, from coming back from America. Is that from, the
0: sister ship of the Titanic that sank?
1: Yeah, it's the one that got bombed.
0: My uh, <laughs> one of my my maybe my mum's grandma was dating the captain of that ship, Shut and he went down up. with the ship. Oh, yeah, my God. she survived. She didn't go with him.
1: Good for, <laughs> yeah, good for her. Good let him, for her. Good for you, lady. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, my granddad, I think it was my granddad was ill. He was a, only obviously a tiny baby, but he, poorly, but he was poorly, so they couldn't get on the oh boat. Oh, my God. And that was meant to be them
0: coming back to England. Fucking hell. You wouldn't yeah. be here. Wouldn't no. be here.
1: Yeah, crazy, yeah.
0: Amazing. Well, um, on that note, Isabel, I feel like it's been a... Um, what uh, fun! En-
1: this is great yeah. i love the emails so you are all one f- wonderful yeah um and anyone else who wants to contact us and the same people oh, we, yeah. well the same people you have our email address yes. because you've emailed <laughs> us already but anyone new you can email us uh euphoria podcast at gmail.com yeah please do get in touch we love reading we them love i it. get so excited when roland tells me that there's emails coming through because i don't i don't look at them purely so that he can tell me on the podcast i yep. get excited not because i'm lazy no, let's no, just no. make that she clear. does other things i i don't really do i to be she does stuff i am the, like, she does the things. weaker she tweets out pairing. pictures of jedward but you can also oh and send us a song so this we, we get around to the song at the end of the podcast but we are still waiting for that elusive first it's gonna song. be amazing when it happens it's though. gonna be fantastic and whoever it is i told 12. you
0: it's gonna be my favorite <laughs> you're gonna be my favorite that's like a permanent favorite as well perma fave like, Yeah, that that (laughs) perma fave That earns a spot on the sort of Europhoria wall of fame, right? Let's have a wall of fame Yeah, we should Okay
1: In fact, okay, now we're gonna we're getting this is happening. You send you send in a song, we will create a wall of fame in my kitchen. That bit behind you, Roland. Yes, yes, that's gonna be the wall of fame and I will print off and frame a a picture picture of you. you. That's kinda weird. Nope. It's happening and you're gonna go on my wall of fame. Okay. Okay,
0: fine, that's fine. Okay, well that's if that hasn't scared you off, then do email us in a song. (laughs) Um, you can also, as Isabel said, we do have Twitter uh, and you can tweet at us at EurophoriaCast.
1: And we're also on Instagram, which is Europhoria Podcast. Uh
0: Right now, that's all done and, du- done and dusted. Uh, shall we move on, Isabel, to the story time? Yes, please.
1: I'd uh, like to hear a
0: story. It is my turn um, to do a story this week. Uh, so, um, Isabel,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if you were aware... I don't know how you wouldn't be if you took any step outdoors on uh, Friday night, Uh, but last weekend was St. Patrick's Day. It was indeed. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I saw
1: lots of drunk people wearing Guinness hats. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah,
0: It was uh, the day when people all all over the world celebrate the patron saint of Ireland. Mm -hmm. And in honour of that, I want to take us back to 1994. I want to take us back to the Fair Isles of Ireland and I want to take us to the date of the 30th of April okay so on stage hosts Cynthia Murchou and Jerry Ryan stood together and after all of the acts had completed their Eurovision performance in unison they spoke the immortal words ladies and gentlemen river dance. Oh my-
1: do river dance shit I'm so annoyed you got there before me
0: ah. oh I thought it was appropriate to do it
1: it's about time yeah really. it's about
0: time we did river dance oh. so before we go straight on to river dance let me take you back and find out how we got to that point. Okay. So, if you remember, Isabel, Ireland actually hosted Eurovision in 1993 as well, which is when our friend Mohammed Fazlagic made yep. his epic journey oh. all the way from Sarajevo.
1: Previous podcast episode, do check
0: it out. Yeah, one of the fan favorites, I think. Oh, because it was beautiful. <laughs> um, they also hosted it only a few years before that in 1988.
1: you keep on winning, I don't know, they? Right.
0: So, uh, well, not really. Not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So after winning the second consecutive time and hosting for the third time in six years, the producers were basically after something really different, something to make that year's show stand out from all the others. Um, this was where a woman named Moya Doherty came in so Moya was a seasoned TV producer mm-hmm. um, she'd been involved in lots of big projects in the past a sort of Ar- Ireland's version of comic relief and things like that so yeah. big stuff and Moya was keen to produce uh, something that was urban edgy innovative and basically represent a modern <laughs> Ireland urban, <laughs> <laughs> urban. Um, so from the sort of edgy pop video-esque visual postcards in between songs to this urban skyline as the backdrop of the stage, Moya was clearly having an impact on the Eurovision night itself. Actually, another interesting thing that Moya introduced was, you know, when they do the points scoring and they have a little presenter in the box from each country? Yeah. She introduced that.
1: Well done, look. Before
0: that, it was just over over audio. Ah. Now we get to see like our little yeah you know, who's who's doing it was it Nigella last year?
1: Oh Jesus, was it? Yeah, I think it <laughs> I think was. It was actually. either
0: last year or the year before. We had Nigella <laughs> that's Lawson. An odd, that's an odd one. Get anyone on? Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: there must be people better suited than that. Yeah,
0: but that wasn't her biggest contribution to Eurovision history by a long, long way. So Moya was basically trying to figure out a big showstopper for the interval. Uh, And she happened to just be at a traditional Irish dance show Mm -hmm. in the Irish National Concert Hall. And it was there she initially noticed a young woman called Jean Butler, who was one of the lead dancers. And she noticed her skill and style. And apparently she thought, God, she's really gorgeous. (laughs) Um, However, the next thing she knows, a man leaps onto the stage with a Spanish sombrero hat, a jacket... (laughs) with his bare chest showing, (laughs) and he just sort of dances around, flinging his legs and arms about. (laughs) This man, she would soon realise, was the one and only Michael Michael Flatley. Flatley. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Moya later said that it was seeing Flatley that night that sparked the idea in her head. Um, So, some time passed, and um, we're going to jump now to Jean Butler's house um she was living in a student house she was studying and the phone rings uh, she picks up and on the other end was moya
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, moya said to her um that she was producing the interval act for Eurovision which would be shown to millions globally and she wanted her as the lead dancer for a new innovative halftime show uh, jean obviously said yes hung up and then walked into the living room and asked her friends uh, what's Eurovision? Oh, Gene. <laughs> Apparently all her friends basically fell about laughing and said you you can't do Eurovision. It's like it's terrible because they no. were all like they were all like professional very serious dancers. Uh, so they oh, were like get a
1: sense of uh, They were like
0: you can't do Eurovision. It's awful. Gene, however, bless her, said, "Well, I'm going to do it."
1: Good for you, Gene. Yeah. I mean, I'm judging you for not knowing what Eurovision is to start off with. <laughs> I think I knew what it was from the moment I was born. Yeah. 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 Um, but maybe we can you know, judge your family for not instilling it in you. Yeah. In yeah. yeah. Don't age. judge her. I mean, she's American. Good for you for doing it. She's American, oh, so oh, I didn't listen to that bit. Did you oh, say I, that? No, I haven't said that yet. Oh, well, I
0: didn't say it. <laughs> 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 she was American, but I think she was studying oh, in that's, England. That's fair enough then. Yeah, yeah, All right, she's Gene. American. Good uh, for you for ignoring him. <clears throat> also, Michael Flatley's American. No, he's not. He is. Is he? Yeah, he's totally American. Is he? Yeah, he's totally American. How
1: did I not
2: know
0: that? <laughs> How did no one know that? I did didn't you know he thought he was that. Irish too. Yeah, I thought he was totally Irish. Why is he not Irish? <laughs> <laughs> why Michael Flatley, why are you not Irish? Uh, yeah, he's not Irish, he's American. He was an American like tap dancer and just sort of did Irish dancing.
1: God if that's not cultural appropriation I don't know what is. Oh, he's shit. become a multi multi millionaire from taking Irish dance well, around the world. He's
0: retired now so people can't get him for cultural appropriation. <laughs> so now we know both of them are American and and uh, I don't think it took much asking for Michael Flatley to do it because in all the research I was doing there was nothing about Boyer convincing him to do it so i think he was just like yeah yeah of course yeah um so the two main pieces were in place and now the hard work uh began creating a piece to stun audiences across the globe um so according to the composer the inspiration for the music and the dance was the life of the river (laughs) the um the composer who was called bill whalen um used quite sort of untraditional rhythms for Irish dancing, um, okay. which made apparently made dancing to it initially quite tricky. Um, but um, Jean explained in this video I watched of her that um, she really liked the idea that Irish dancing had been liberated. It had become sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Just because there's a
1: hunky man with his top off.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can describe Michael Flatley as particularly hunky
1: people people <laughs> think he is he's a favourite of the mums my yeah, mum the, had him yeah the mums VHS he's got he's got quite Um.
0: Uh. he's got quite Mick Hucknell vibes about him
1: do you think <laughs> I'm gonna get a picture it of him up now get a I picture of looks just
0: like. uh, google Michael Flatley's face
1: why do I have to google his face well because
0: you get a better look at his face It's weird
1: you're weird <laughs> have I ever told you you're weird um, oh yeah no he isn't uh, yeah he
0: He's a. Does he not look American? No, he looks Irish. Just because it's because he's Cause got he into your brain. brain. He's, he's got into your brain. He's convinced you. That's mental. That's blown
1: my mind. <laughs> we can just
0: stop the podcast there. That's that's, that's it. enough. <laughs> that's
1: enough for me to know. <laughs> that's mental. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. So if you've not seen Irish dancing before, um, it's very. It's 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 a very unusual way of dancing. It's a lot of legs. And not very much arms at all. And that's traditional yeah. Irish dancing. So it's legs moving and arms stiff by your side. And oh, I, his
1: parents are both Irish.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. His parents are he Irish. He's Irish. He's from America. He's lived, born and lived in America. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Now we've got to the bottom of that.
1: He was the man of cultural <laughs> appropriation. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. So the dancing is is quite odd. It's arms straight back, straight down by your side. Um and I actually got a quote from a guy called Dr. John Cullinan, who is an Irish dance historian and a dance master. <laughs> That's his official title. I be a dance master. <laughs> I think it, he was quite How old. I think happen? it takes quite a lot of time. Mm. Um, so he basically explained, and I love this quote, he, he explained that the style originates from a very specific type of f- performance. And he says... It evolved from the social aspects when performances were in a little small kitchen or on top of a barrel. What? What, what, Either. Either in a small kitchen or on top of a barrel. Only two places. That's it. Only ones. You know those social situations where you're on top you're of a barrel? and you're stuck in a small kitchen. <laughs> or on top of a barrel. Or on top of a barrel. <laughs> you need to have a dance. Uh, you got to do a dance, is God, that? shit, I've
1: got to do a dance right now, but I'm stuck on this barrel.
0: I bet you could do I Like, looking at Irish dancing, though, I reckon you could really nail a dance on top of a but barrel. But
1: there's so much <laughs> jumping around with it but that that doesn't seem safe for a barrel. Not Surely you should have feet firmly planted, just <laughs> do a lot from the knees up.
0: A no, lot they grinding, do. No, they. That's not, that's not Irish. That's safer. That's not Irish dancing, though.
1: Make that Irish dance. <laughs> but if the dancing is specific, specifically
0: for on, for on top
1: of top a <laughs> barrel, <laughs> just don't jump around; you fall off. I could do much
0: better barrel dancing than that. So Jean uh, was talking about the sort of the sexuality behind the river dance, and this was the updated version. So this isn't for dancing on barrels anymore. This is for dancing on big stages where there's mm-hmm. flashy lights and exciting music, and she said. As for the sexuality, that was definitely a factor in the success of Riverdance. She said that wouldn't have happened, I believe, if it hadn't been Michael and myself dancing together, because of my edge to match his. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. So I quite like it though. If it had been, if, if it had been a sixteen-year-old who had no performance experience it wouldn't have worked as well, mainly because they had no performance experience. But anyway, we won't go into that. Um, the balance wouldn't have been as tense. So Jean was 23 at the time and Michael Flatley was 36. So there's still a bit of an age gap there, but it's yeah. better than 16 and 36. Yeah. Um, she believes that part of the tension rose from the fact that she did not fancy her co-star. And she said that Flatley, who apparently went on to be quite a notorious playboy, knew it. Um, of he, he did. He Them knew, dancing boys. Oh no. oh. He knew that there was no possible way. I was not available and could not be approached in such a way because I kept myself on another level. And that was understood from the outset. <laughs> so after months of practice and tension, the stage was almost set and Europe was descending on Ireland. In rehearsals, the dancers were becoming very concerned because the stage hadn't been designed with dancers in mind it had been designed for singers to stand up and sing on yeah so basically according to the assistant choreographer and one of the dancers called Belinda Murphy dancers were basically slipping all over the place (sighs) and even she even at one point fell on her bum oh Uh, at least it was a bum so yeah at least it was a bum and not her
1: like your shoulders or your oh, head or, or something.
0: Face, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your face, yeah, okay. <laughs> Bums the squidgy, bit. yeah, yeah. They're for falling on. So yes, yeah, so she fell over at one point. Um, this was leading to quite uh, a lot of panic amongst the dancers oh, that dear. the performance just would not be able to happen. Um, and also, if you look at a video of the dance, they are basically just like kicking the shit out of the floor with metal <laughs> yeah. shoes. Um So basically, like chunks of floor were just getting kicked <laughs> out of the stage. Um, and it's becoming a really big problem, not just for the dancers, but for the whole production as well. Um, so this was an issue. However, a production assistant came to the rescue and basically uh, came up with the idea of duct taping a small amount of duct tape to all of the shoes and cutting like rivets in the duct tape so that it would soften everyone's shoes and make them like stick better to the floor. So problem solved. And for the time being, that appeared Simple. to be doing the trick. This, however, was not the only hitch that happened in the run up to the live performance. Um, and now we are almost.
1: Flatly keep taking his top off in front of I mean,
0: that's part of the routine, I think. That's meant to happen. Uh, bloody flatly. Your
1: top on, flatly.
0: Keep your bloody top on. Keep your top on. <laughs> your top your top on. on. Um, so, Isabel, it's almost time for the big show. Um, now for the performance Jean was supposed to wear this uh, as she described it sexy off the shoulder kind of dress that wrapped around her body Um, Um, it was like a a sexy interpretation of the sort of traditional Irish dance uh, outfit without all the sort of weird garb attached to it
1: weird Um, garb weird garb weird garb Roland's (laughs) words not mine I'm coming to Ireland on Thursday oh
0: shit yeah sorry
1: weird garb no like it's just like
0: traditional garb like yeah
1: traditional garb it's fine weird garb
0: <laughs> late we've got morris dancers and i would describe all of that shit as weird we're allowed
1: to though because it's our shit <laughs> oh
0: yeah it's okay Can't sorry describe someone yeah. else's shit as weird all right i take that back uh unusual garb traditional garb traditional garb <laughs> <laughs> i said it once i forgot
1: <sighs> morris dances are more mental okay morris we'll just say that and make mental. that clear they yeah. are more mental yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah so jean was wearing this sexy dress basically was where i was going with that um yeah. Uh, however, she during rehearsal, she didn't want to wear it because she didn't want to like uh, rip it or damage it or make it dirty or anything. So it was backstage and the songs were going on. So it was live. Eurovision was happening. The songs were going on on stage. And um, all the dancers were getting nervous. And Jean had just put the dress on and basically said, oh, I'm going to step outside uh, to a bigger space so that I can practice a couple of my leaps. Um, and she was gone for about 20 minutes and people started getting... Pretty worried about where she was. About five minutes before the start, or what was meant to be the start, of the River Dance, her uh, half-time performance, uh, Jean walked back into the room, walked up to the cost- costume designer, and basically raised her arms, and the whole dress just fell to the floor. It was like way too big for her to be okay. doing any sort of dancing in. So, the costume designer basically ran about. Collected uh, some pins, um, some elastic and basically put one pin in one side, one pin in another, tied the elastic, tied it tight in a bow, knotted it off and basically prayed that that would do the job and hold her together. So, the last song of the night was performed and the presenters, as I said at the start, said the infamous words, ladies and gentlemen river dance and now was the time for the performance the first notes played and this choir sing a very haunting melody and on walks jean in this black hooded robe now you have to be aware that nothing like this has basically ever been seen at, at eurovision as an interval act before normally it was like either a very straightforward song or a dance or like a funny skit and usually very cheesy, very low budget. It was mm-hmm. just basically like a filler so that people could vote and then the judges could um, could uh, tell their votes and everything could get added up. This was artistic. It was stylish. It was like a music video. So Jean walks on, the robe is lifted off her and she begins her dance, leaping and bounding across the stage. It's, it's very beautiful and very elegant. Um, and suddenly... The drums kick in and on flies Michael Flatley himself with his big puffy 90s shirt, his crazy poses, quite the contrast to Gene's poised dance. Now, Isabel, we're going to have a little look at play. <gasps> Go on, click play. Okay. <laughs> Or getting in a line. Re- yeah, they're just really uh, so fighting. so. Um, he really does go nuts with his feet, doesn't he? Like, he's bonkers. do you remember? Do you remember that episode of Friends where Chandler says he's scared of Michael Flatley?
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it's when
0: they're doing the, uh you know, they do like the quiz of all the friends. Ross holds the quiz. Oh yeah. And um and he says he's scared of Michael Flatley because his his legs move like they're not attached to the rest of his body. <laughs> it really is true though, isn't it? It's like. In fact, actually, um, <laughs> apparently, Michael Flatley broke the world record for most uh, for the fastest tapping speed, right? And this was in 1998. And he did it, and this is correct, 35 taps in a second.
1: No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, it's true. No, nope. not nope.
0: He broke his own record, so it was like 28, He's a liar. four years before... And then he—he oh. he broke his own record with and added another what? I added another seven to, <laughs> to the record. How did you do that? I think you you like start low, right? Here's my—you start low, and then you just kick all the way up, and then kick all the way down again.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you think?
0: What? Just Google most taps per second.
1: Ah, so the way you do it is that you perform a reverse paddle.
0: <laughs> Jesus which, Christ, that sounds uh,
1: with H leg kick. Uh, or paddle it makes four taps
0: i've been trying to build up tension and you've 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 kind of stopped my flow of tension now we've got plenty of time afterwards to look up videos of michael flatley dancing um (laughs) but um as we were saying um uh yes michael flatley comes onto the stage and absolutely kills it with poses and flares and whatnot, um, he, he he goes for it. Um, so then they come together, Gene and Michael, and then are joined by 24 other, um, I would describe as expert tap dancers. And they pull together- they're, well, they're not, they're not flatly in Butler. Them, but. Okay, I think
2: uh, I could do just as well.
0: Um, so they all move about on stage and then they come together in one last full lineup tapping. Oh, uh, beautiful. And the tapping reaches a, constr- a crescendo. The music swells mm-hmm. and they all hit their final beat. Mm-hmm. And then after a moment's breath, the entire crowd in the audience <laughs> leaps to their feet <laughs> and they cheer and applaud And it was the greatest dance performance many of them will have seen in their entire lives. They had done it. It It's good. It put the interval slot on the map. It put Riverdance on the map. And it put dance on the map as well, (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) (coughs) So since then, Isabel, Riverdance has become a global phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Um, So as of 2015, there's been 11,000 performances of Riverdance. Um, across forty-six different countries, um, it's played to a cumulative global television audience of three billion people, um, and uh, has interestingly, between company members, has had over sixty marriages and Aww. ninety babies.
2: Aww, <laughs> um, it has
0: also made Moya, Jean, and Michael very rich, very rich very people rich. indeed. <laughs> And that, Isabel, is the story of Riverdance. Ah,
1: oh, love Riverdance!
0: At the at the very least, that's the story of Riverdance at Eurovision. There's a whole bunch more oh stuff God, yeah, afterwards. There's, so there's a lot of that. controversy. My mum's legit
1: had one. On- VHS yeah, I to watch I think, I think that was like... like re- all mums did. Yeah, all he mums had. used to had play the flute sometimes as well. I'm obsessed. Just, that, g- just Google pictures of Michael Flatley everywhere. Yeah, do it you now. You will not be disappointed so that, by how hilarious they are.
0: And on that note, let's um, swiftly move on, Isabel. Um, okay. To the next part <laughs> of the podcast. It is Oh the- my God, before... Wait, I've just realised... What does my hand say on it? It says Dad. Because
1: it's my dad's birthday. <laughs> oh my god, I <laughs> forgot that too. I
0: saw that on Facebook and I was gonna wish him a happy birthday. Happy
1: birthday, Reverend. I happy birthday. God. Reverend. I'll drop me a
0: message I in the middle. You wrote that on your hand. Because <laughs> I've oh, realized I don't need
1: to send him something.
0: Uh, well, good job. You looked at your hand at one point oh, in the podcast. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday Dad. Reverend. Looking <laughs> we, forward to seeing you soon. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> listening. Um, Carry on. So Isabel, yeah. I've got a slight dilemma um, this week. Oh, okay. I not done uh, a song? no I've done I've definitely <laughs> I've definitely done a song. Okay. Um, I'm hoping hoping that I can um, appeal to you with this one right <sighs> so I've done a song and I think the sort of 90s early 90s vibe has really rubbed off on me and what I've in fact probably earlier what I've realised is that I've <gasps> I think I've accidentally written a song from the 80s um, okay. and I was thinking as a little experiment yeah. and we can put an asterisk by this one yeah. whatever score it gets do you think you could rate this one as if it were
1: the eighties? The
0: eighties. Yeah, no, I love it. Oh, okay, brilliant. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I had a whole backup great. plan. No. Okay. So been. okay. So we're in the let's say the late eighties, um, and I have a song okay uh, that I've written mm-hmm. called Robo Boogie Two Thousand. Oh. <laughs> Right, uh, and uh, now according to this, there is also an asterisk there. So it's Robo Boogie two thousand asterisk. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. This is Robo Boogie two thousand asterisk.
2: Oh, what's love when there's not a heart left to be? Yeah. Just a robot with the happiness stuck on to live. Well, Mr. Robot, there's a new sidebar on the street If you're feeling distressed and your life is a mess Don't feel your heart, just do your beat and do the robot dance Robo Boogie is the name of the game You gotta load on up as you slash my mainframe You can phone on my hard drive or take out my brain but the robot boogie fever will be here all the same. To the Robo-Boogie, I am a robot. To the Robo-Boogie, won't you come and be a robot too? I am a robot, and here are the facts. You've gotta know how to move, gotta know how to act, put your legs and eyes by your side then take two steps forward while you keep in time Robot Yes master He is a robot I am a robot Robot Yes master Play a funky keyboard robot Okay was (laughs)
0: robo boogie 2000 asterix wow
1: that that was uh Uh. yeah that you've uh, you've you've met you've made uh the follow-up song to flight of concords (laughs) the humans are dead oh my god yeah humans are dead (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, I, do, I totally. You've oh, that's probably what. Yeah, Robo Boogie. Yeah. I haven't written. <laughs> I I totally like. I haven't listened to that song. No, in no, I, did, no I didn't. I do not mean like you did it purposefully, intentionally. Um,
1: but um, you've you've you, yeah, you've taken some deep <sighs> set. Shit, I have Flight of the Concorde. I was very influenced by Flight of the Concords in my youth. So <laughs> we all, um, mate, we all, weren't we uh, all, mate? Weren't we hip all? Hit for the versus ravenous. Uh, uh,
0: Classic. Uh, oh well, don't let that detract you from your judgment of this. Excellent song. I think, well,
1: if you'd made it in the 80s, that's it, before Flight of the Concords. Yeah, so, well so done. it's you fine. Did it yes.
0: Yeah, we're judging it from the 80s, they so I got there one. first. Um, I mean, this song does centre around that excellent keyboard solo that comes... Oh, uh, that was a painful to listen what? to after a while. That was excellent. That was <laughs> bloody brilliant. That's probably, like, my best musical masterpiece uh, of the last uh, decade, I would say. Ooh. No, we really listen to Man Oh Man.
1: Now, have you ever watched them horrible videos of people kicking robots over? <laughs> you definitely know that's when they're going to rise, rise up. up and kill going
0: Yeah, us they're going to see us watching those videos. Uh, yeah, and that little um, that Honda robot who falls up the stairs. Aww. Is it
1: Honda? But they've made a nice, they've made another robot recently that um, can walk on uneven surfaces. Oh yeah, he's well good. It itself really well. Although
0: if it's on snow, he looks like he's really drunk.
1: Oh, a little drunky robot. I think even even you singing that at Eurovision in the late 80s, you'd
0: be burnt as a witch. (laughs) Why? Because it's too future-gazy. Weird. (laughs) It's too (laughs) weird. It wasn't that weird. It had like, it was sort of, it was almost like a like 50s Grease Lightning music meets 80s keyboard music. (laughs) <laughs> robo boogie let's have a boogie um right okay Damn. we're we're i feel like you're gonna forget the song uh, if we wait too much longer as well so yeah robo boogie 2000 3000 the asterisk. humans are dead no fuck off it's not the that humans song are dead. No, you've made me forget zero, what zero, zero, it stop it stop <laughs> it this is terrible. I have to get my inspiration from somewhere, and it subconsciously came this week from a comedy duo who happened to be popular and oh, well known. Um, so, Isabel, uh, I need a score from you from 0 to 12 for Robo Boogie 2000.
1: Um, that's my thinking noise. Yeah. I mean. And... <laughs>
0: counted all the way up to 20 there so <laughs> it's gonna be a high score
1: uh sank
0: fine five yeah <laughs> We're that. it's what i expected Sank. yeah it's not a classic nah. it's, it's a it's a little filler it's not a zero no i'm happy with that it's not last week so no it got to okay something. and uh and it had and you know it's my first foray into little guitar solos uh, it was keyboard solo. keyboard Yeah that's definitely a keytar solo <laughs> Lasers coming out the top Speaking of keytars um, As a little final thing Make sure to check out Iceland's semi uh, Iceland's uh, National final Because there is A band in there That do an amazing Keytar solo oh. They didn't make it through oh. They wear amazing Woolly jumpers oh. Someone does a keytar. Will he jump
1: on a keytar?
0: Fucking seriously, check it out. The Icelandics. I don't know the name of it. You're
1: beautiful people. I don't you really know, are. I
0: don't know where you find it, but just find it. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. uh, on that note, Isabel, um, I think it's time to end the podcast. As we said at the start, please do get in contact with us. Uh, tell me what you thought of the song, if you liked it. If you think it was original and not ripped off, that's fine too. <laughs>
1: Everyone agrees with me, they made You not realise this. <laughs> Fucking hell, they All do. All the emails agree with me, because I'm always
0: right. Because you're always confident about Eurovision. <laughs> about Eurovision. <laughs> um So yeah, so you can get you can email us at Europhoria podcast at gmail.com. Just send us a tweet as well if you're not feeling up to writing out a whole email. <laughs> um it's it's slightly easier to do. And you can find us at Europhoria cast we're uh, also
1: on Instagram, which is Europhoria Podcast. And also, a little favour from me to you for any of the favourites or mm-hmm. the or the as as yet not named favourites. Soon to be favourites. Soon to be favourites. Can you please rate, review and subscribe oh. to us if you're on iTunes? That'd be fantastic, please, yeah, mate. Yeah, it helps. We, it really helps us um, with our with the audience and gets us out there and, and gets us higher in rankings and, and gets people... We, it's not, we don't make any money from this. We're no. not asking for that. No. We're not asking for money. We just do... We this just for, want fame. For, for, <laughs> <laughs> we just want fame and glory, damn it. Um, But it just means that we get listened to by more people. So yeah. if you could just give us a little little five star, a little review. <laughs> Tell everyone how sexy I am.
0: Right, okay. Um, We're, uh, right. Don't, you
1: do to mention roland i'm great just say that
0: right <laughs> well on that note then i suppose it's time to wrap up the podcast. thank thank you so much for listening we love doing this show and we love that you love we love uh, you we love, love each other you're our favorites you, um, yeah. you're all my favorites why not picky enough i ain't so that's fickle. your problem not, not picky enough. enough mate fickle
1: no you're <laughs> i'm just correct
0: uh so isabel let's finish this the same way we end every episode with our usual catchphrase isabel what can you do on top of a barrel
1: (laughs) what did you want to
0: (laughs) do on that note ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening and goodbye